design automatically creates an impression of quality of a superior product and it, it creates that first impression in your customer's eyes so therefore it is really important you know uh, and we've seen that shift we've seen that shift in customer in, in business in entrepreneurs mindsets also Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hello and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. It's Rick Nusky here, I'm the host of the show. Now today I'm on the line with Rahu Agarwal and he is a co-founder of a company called Design Hill. And on today's show, um, Rahu and myself, we're going to be spending some time talking about future opportunities for AI powered and DIY tools in design, along with a host of other very interesting topics. Now, with all that being said, welcome to the show, Rahul. Thank you so much, Rick. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here, and I'm really looking forward to having this conversation today with you. Absolutely. Uh, as uh, you and I were talking about prior to the call, Rahul, I was checking out uh, Design Hill. Um, I was checking out your LinkedIn profile, and we have a lot to unpack on today's call. And I'd love to start, if we could, um, talking a little bit about, um, I guess, more about your recreational side given uh, we always like to talk about people's i guess react recreational side away from businesses because businesses mm-hmm. are run by people and if people are worn out and they're tired yeah. um it, I, I guess it would be a struggle to run a business do you have much time away from design hill to refresh your batteries uh you know, there are two ways of answering this. Uh, you know, if I have to answer that, you know, do I have uh, enough time away from Design Hill? Uh, I would frankly say no, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's on my mind and it's something that is just, you know, there all the time. So yeah. even if we're not working officially as in, you know, during office hours, but there's still something on the other, which is, you know, going through my mind or we're just chatting with our colleagues on our different groups on WhatsApp or Slack or whatever communication tools we use. Uh, however, uh, you know, uh, it, uh, having said that, I would say that, you know, it's really imperative for any entrepreneur or in fact, any professional, you know, to to really have some time off to because I think it's really important to, uh, you know, uh, to have a uh, proper work life balance, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so that you can focus your energies better at what you do. And and I, I do my bit, you know, I have my things that I focus on that do that, you know, sort of give me that meditative feeling where I'm just disconnected with my work, with my phone, uh, you know, because especially with, you know, with, with all these smartphones these days, you know, you, you can't just switch off. It's no. impossible. It's just, you're on your phone all the time. If you look at our screen times these days, it's, it's you know, shooting up to seven, eight hours, 10 hours a day. Oh, yeah. And in fact, that's one of my new year resolutions this year that, you know, I want to have reduce my screen time to less than five hours a day. <laughs> well, look, I'd love to uh, talk a little bit more about technology as we work our way through today's call. I'm sure it's going to be packed full of great content, but um, there's been a lot that's happened in the last 12 months. We've had the pandemic and it's affected everybody globally and love to talk about how that's affected technology and where AI powered fits into all of this. But if we could, um, I'd love to give the uh, My Future Business audience some context about your journey as an entrepreneur how was it that you um, got to become an entrepreneur uh, I think it's uh, I wouldn't not like to put it down to genes because you know <laughs> we, we are like 
me and my brother, we we are like uh, you know we both are the co-founders of Design Hill, and we started this company together in 2014-15. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, come from a line of entrepreneurs, we're third-generation entrepreneurs that way, and it's something I think that you know we were just really passionate about. You know, we wanted to do something on our own. We wanted to uh, you know create a business that you know is just not for the for one year or two years or not for a moment but it's you know we wanted to build something which was more of a legacy business you know mm. and uh, and design Hill sort of came out as an opportunity uh, out of a need in fact that you know both of us were facing um, i'm the elder brother i came back uh, uh, from university obviously earlier and uh, when i joined a family business i was having a hard time uh, finding great designers you know working with agencies to get some design work done and and on the other hand, my younger brother Varun, who's also the co-founder of Design Hill, he he was he's a really creative guy, and he was always working, you know, as a passion, as a hobby, as a freelancer. And he was facing all types of problems, like getting paid on time, get, getting good jobs, uh, you know, from international clients. And and when we came together, uh, to be really honest with you, it just sort of clicked. You know, we both had issues. Uh, we both had. Uh, problems that we were facing on the other side, uh, you know, on the opposite sides. And we, we just felt that this was something that, you know, had a great potential, not only uh, in that moment, but, you know, uh, at a global level and for a long time. And, you know, and ever since then, we've just been trying to uh, solve uh, different issues uh, with related to which, with regards to uh, design work, whether that's freelancing, whether that's DIY tools, uh, trying to make design affordable, accessible to mm. everybody, whether that's a work-from-home mom or a multinational organization. And I'm quite proud to say that, you know, we worked and served everybody. Yes, it's a, it's definitely a credit to you. And we're going to talk about uh, what it was like um, with uh, the re- uh, the awards that you were, um, you'd achieved in a moment. But um, i also like to bring some balance to what it really means to be an entrepreneur, because oftentimes we hear about all the success stories, but... If we could, I'd love to learn about some of the struggles and what you did in terms of your mindset when things weren't going so great. Um, you know, to be really honest with you, you know, you have an ups- up and down journey almost every day of your life as an entrepreneur. You know, mm. you I, I really not say that, you know, oh, I'm having a great day today or a great week or a great month. You can't consistently have that as an entrepreneur because, you know, uh, entrepreneurship is so dynamic. Uh, the business world uh, is changing every day and you know you mentioned earlier we've had the pandemic last year and so many things changed you know the way businesses work changed and so we've had to obviously uh, you know make a lot of uh, changes adopt uh, very quickly to a lot of new things and and I think that's the life of an entrepreneur that's everyday life of an entrepreneur you know you you have hardships and we've had a number of hardships I mean when we started the business uh, you know we we, we we set out to build build a global business you know catering to uh, customers all over the world and as an indian company with you know very little or no technology background it was a huge challenge for us to you know really uh, build that trust uh, to you know to learn everything on our own because a lot of it was a self learning process and it's you know very tedious you know, for the first couple of years you know we were just so hard for us that every day felt like a failure and you know and uh, but you know, I, I'm glad that we persevered and you know we fought it through. And I think that's that's one of the most key elements, um, you know, for entrepreneurs that if you really believe and if you really if you worked it out and you you know you're really confident in your business plan, in your thought process, and in 
uh, and it's it's a validated concept then i think uh, you know sooner or later you'll get that success but you just have to keep you know grinding you have to keep working at it and i think that's one of the most key key uh, attributes uh, anybody who's looking to venture into entrepreneurship can have you know you just have to keep persevering and keep trying and i, I think you know then your the, the doors just open for you they don't, they just swing open after time it's a it's a credit to you and thank you for sharing some sage advice there now i know also that uh, you have your uh, have an interest in investing what type of investing are you involved with so uh, you know being a technology company and uh, you know we we sort of like a startup isn't it but just because of the fact that we've scaled and grown and we're bootstrapped so we don't like to call ourselves as a startup anymore because mm-hmm. you know enough but but uh, as a passion uh, uh, as a genuine interest in uh, understanding new businesses uh, uh, new technologies that are coming up you know so we started venturing and we started investing into uh, as angel investors into various startups over the last few years we've till date we've done about dozen investments uh, some of them have been successful some of them have not been that successful but but you know the the best part about this is that you know you get to meet uh, you know your uh, peers in the industry you get to learn a lot you know you understand what are the new uh, trends that are coming up and i think that's really important you know to stay relevant mm-hmm. to stay to understand what's happening because what really happens is that when you know you when you're in your own bubble you know when you're doing your thing the same routine you're following the same routine day in day out you sort of you know get lose touch with the outside world and i think it's really important because you know we live in a very dynamic world a very fast paced world uh, where things are changing you know at an exponential pace um, uh, from week to week so we know it's really important to be out there and to understand i think and i just we just found this to be a great way uh, where we could you know not only help other entrepreneurs but also learn on on our own about uh, you know the the latest trends and technologies that are coming up thank you again for sharing never has there been a more in, uh, important time and opportunity for uh, uh, someone like yourself to back young invest uh, young entrepreneurs who are coming through the ranks and that's primarily uh, who we will have listening to tonight's call so thank you very much for sharing now um, you have been featured in entrepreneur magazine and you've also been recognized as the, as the world's number one creative marketplace for designers and entrepreneurs now they're not small accolades they're they're quite significant things can we talk about um what it was like to be interviewed for entrepreneur entrepreneur magazine and um being awarded this world's number one creative marketplace uh you know obviously we're really grateful to the entrepreneur magazine for you know giving us those recognitions and uh it's sort of you know is a, is what we really feel is that it's sort of a testament to the hard work that our entire team has put in you know because uh being in india you know we're serving customers in more than 60 countries we have over 200000 creatives in from, from over 180 countries and you know we provide round the clock service so you know for all our customers we have 24/7 live chat support uh round the clock 365 days a year mm-hmm. and you know these things are, are i think have what really uh, led us to succeed in a way you know they've been a large contributor and i think these recognitions sort of give us that confidence that you know what we've done or achieved till now um, uh, you know we are getting recognized for it but also it motivates us a lot more to you know to carry on uh, our journey and our path and you know to reach uh, or fulfill the ambitions that we have you know the 
the dreams that we have of uh, taking Design Hill all over the world and you know making it a go-to platform for anything creative or design uh, uh, for you know everybody. Uh, and I think it's it's good to aim high. You know, I think that's that's really important because if you aim high. Uh, uh, and not that you know very few people obviously are you know of that category that you know Mike uh, Bill Gates or Elon Musk but but end of the day the, if, if you aim high enough you know you'll reach high enough because if you don't aim high enough how are, how are you going to really you know accomplish anything so so that's something that's really important and I think that that's that these award, these awards basically motivate us uh, that you know we are on the right path and you know and we should carry on doing what we're doing. Thank you again. Now, you uh, were also awarded the Creative Startup and Rising Entrepreneur in 2019. Is, is that an individual award? And if so, was there any part, any part of your team that uh, helped you achieve that award? Uh, so, yeah. So the Creative Startup of the Year is for Design Hill. Uh, you know, we were awarded the cat, uh, in the category of uh, as the number one creative startup for 2019. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's largely because of the fact that you know we are actually uh, disrupting the design space in a very different way because uh, you know not only we do we have freelancers on our platform and hundreds and thousands of those uh, that you know are available for businesses professionals to source any kind of creative work on our platform but we've also invested hugely into DIY tools and AF, you know artificial intelligence machine machine learning to basically make quality design accessible to all um, and then you know we've completed that cycle with having a complete uh, integrated uh, uh, you know printing services where you know if you're getting anything designed on a platform or you're you know sourcing any designs on a platform you can actually get them printed and delivered to your doorstep so you know we complete that journey for a user where they don't have to go on anywhere but we believe is that you know we we to be your creative partner uh, uh, in your entrepreneurial journey and where you leave your design work to us, to your printing work to us, and we'll, you know, and you focus on your core functions and you, you know, your energies because at the end of the day, entrepreneurs have limited time and energy, oh, yeah. and we take care of everything else for them and go on and do their jobs. Now you're trusted. Just to give some context to the call, uh, Rahul, um, you're trusted by hundreds of thousands of businesses, including the BBC, Deloitte, Microsoft, Ticketmaster, WinZip. You know, these uh, top-tier organisations are very well-known household brands. So anybody's listening to, to the call uh, right now, um, take notice of this call because Design Hill uh, are certainly a place to go to get uh, all of this sort of work done. Now, uh, Rahul, you've talked a little bit about AI-powered technology. I, I think it's very important for us to break it down to its basic components by, I guess, asking you, what is our AI-powered technology and how does it work? Uh, you know, it's very interesting. See, because what is artificial intelligence? It's sort of, if I have to make it, you know, uh, spell it out very simply, it is sort of a replication of how a human mind would think uh, and you replicate that in an automated manner through a software or a technology isn't it i mean that's artificial intelligence because mm-hmm. you know you trying to put the way uh, you, a human would think and you're trying to replicate that into a algorithm and in a technological manner uh, now in terms of design you know the how we've leveraged ai and machine learning is that because you know we've served thousands and thousands of customers hundreds and thousands of customers over the last few years so we we sort of uh, and we were very always very data uh, centric you know yeah. so we would ask our customers what 
what were their industries, what were their budgets, what kind of colors different businesses are liking, what are the sort of shapes and sizes and fonts. So there are a number of attributes that go into uh, a design, isn't it? I mean, you if you really break it down, there are maybe 20, 25 different elements and attributes that go into a particular design. And so we, we sort of broke all our uh, data down into those. And whatever we didn't have, we got it from our customers or our designers. And then we collated all of that. And we sort of created an algorithm where uh, we understood that, you know, okay, if you're, if you own a restaurant and, you know, you, you, you know, uh, uh, and you are into, you know, you, Thai food, for example. Mm-hmm. So based on historical trends, based on user preferences, based on the their pur- on the purchase history of our customers or the, cre- the, the design creation history of our designers, what are the sort of designs that generally a restaurant owner who's, uh, who has a Thai restaurant would like, right? And yeah. we, we uh, so our system would, you know, or, on its own, basis on those inputs and certain inputs that we take from every customer when they come on our platform, we're using our AI tools. We ask them to give us two or three questions, basically. Uh, so it's a hardly a half a minute process. Uh, but our system runs uh, those numbers at the back, and it's able to basically spell out hundreds and thousands of uh, designs within a few minutes uh, for every customer. And these are unique to every customer. So it's not like you know the same. If two people are from the same industry and trying to get a design for the same uh, uh, topic, uh, they'll still get different results, right? Yeah. And so, so basically, what we've been we've been able to achieve is that uh, within a space of say five minutes, a brand, a business who's looking to start a business can get their entire logo, branding, stationery, social media kits, uh, their complete brand kits uh, within five minutes, and then they also can print them out, and you know we can ship them directly to to their uh, doorstep. So you know, in a way, you know, a customer without having to worry about their uh, uh, you know, design as a as a pain point can actually get started with on their entrepreneurial journey with us in a space of half an hour and uh, and focus on what you know what's important to them well, that's making money and get the ball rolling. Now, given that so, you are Design Heal, what role yeah. does design play in marketing your own business? I think design plays an extremely, extremely important role in marketing any business today, isn't mm-hmm. it? I mean, we are no different because if you look at it, uh, uh, you know, any business today uh, has has to have an omnipresent, uh, you know, has to has to be omnipresent today, you know, whether they, they have to be uh, uh, on social media, uh, whether they have to be, uh, you know, uh, offline uh, in their uh, merchandise that their, uh, you know, employees are wearing, you have to have consistency in your brand and your brand, uh, you know, design and ethos really play a really big role uh, in making an impression on your customers. I mean, you know, that's how you really, isn't that how mo- most of the users or customers differentiate a good product from a bad product without trying it out? Mm-hmm. You know, when you, for example, I give you, I'll spell it out for you. So if you're walking on a street and you, uh, you know, you cross a few stores, uh, then you, you're most likely not to enter a restaurant which has a very bad signage, right? You yes, think that it might not be a great uh, restaurant, even though it might be serving the best food in the world, but you'll reject it at the outset, basis on its design, uh, on its you know branding. Uh, similarly, if you're walking in a, a grocery store and you know you were to pick up uh, ketchup 
bottle uh, and you didn't know which one you wanted to pick up uh, and you know in these shelves there are hundreds of them so you're most likely attracted by the one which is the most appealing which seems the most uh, elegant you know so it sort of design automatically creates an impression of quality of a superior product and 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 it, it creates that first impression in your customer's eyes so therefore it is really important you know uh, and we've seen that shift we've seen that shift in customer in, in business in entrepreneurs mindsets also like when we started out not a lot of people were very keen on you know spending a lot of money or uh, energies into getting consistent branding getting good quality designs made but now it's changing because your users are more uh, you know because uh, are more uh, uh, educated yeah, you know they they uh, everybody's competing the competition is uh, very high today no matter which industry you are in and you have to stand out and you have to seem professional and for that your design whether it's your stationery your business card your t-shirt your website your packaging you know it has to be consistent it has to be top notch so that's that's why it's important thank you for sharing i i think it's a good dovetail into my next question i've always given a lot of uh, importance to um, colors now in terms of colors how important are they I think I know the answer but how important are they and can AI technology help us choose the right color when we're going through this design selection process uh, so we are in fact already doing that you know with our AI tools uh, DIY tools we actually give a lot of colors and preference and recommendations to our customers based mm. on their industries and their uh, you know genres that they are looking to get their designs done for uh, but that that is generally recommended at the stage where they're looking for their logos and initial branding work, right? But if somebody already has a logo and if somebody's already have has their branding done and they're coming for a website design or a packaging, then then you know you 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 naturally have to uh, stick to the branding and the colors that you already have in your logo, isn't it? Yeah. So so to the, the there's there's that fundamental distinction here. Uh, as far as you know the importance of colors is co concerned to be really really honest with you like you know i've read hundreds of articles and uh, you know a lot of people say that but i feel that you know colors are okay they are important but maintaining a brand consistency throughout your branding collaterals with your brand colors is more important right yeah. because at the end of the day no matter what you say you'd pick out any industry uh, uh, you know brands have different colors uh, you know you you have mcdonalds which is red and yellow uh, you have Burger King, which is red. You might have, uh, you know, another uh, uh, store which have might have another color. So it yeah. is, it really matters. Like you, I wouldn't say that you need to have a particular color for a particular industry or a particular type of business. Right. But it's more important to maintain that brand consistency throughout your marketing collaterals and brand collaterals uh, in your store, in your office, in your shop, wherever it is. That's some really powerful insight there for everybody who's on the call tonight. Um, thank you very much for sharing that that insight. Now. Rahul, with automation and AI technology being the way that it is and, and advancing at such a rapid pace, is it still important to have a human connection when when uh, dealing with business? Uh, yes, because, you know, it, see, it, it's, it's very subjective to uh, somebody's requirement and needs. I think it, the, the landscape has changed in a way that earlier it was not an option to, you know, have make use of DIY tools and AI. But now users have that option. But at the same time, it's very subjective because if somebody is really looking for some, you know, a customized solution, you know, no matter what we say, uh, AI and machine learning and DIY tools, they'll have their limitations, isn't it? 
so you know you they they they'll be a benchmark beyond which you'll not be able to customize something or you'll not be able to get that you know uniqueness in your uh, design or something like that but so uh, human uh, uh, the human interaction and the human interface with design especially or even with other services i don't think it can completely be removed mm-hmm. it has it will in there the only thing the ai and the diy tools and uh, all these automations are doing is they're bringing more and more people into that space because uh, in in the, in the space where they can make use of good design uh, i'll explain you how because you know uh, with when you look for, when you hire a uh, human or a you know professional uh, you you know you're not, you're going to pay something to them and you know quality work will come at a price right yeah you can't expect somebody to design your brochure or a flyer for you for $5 or $10 i mean if they're telling you that they're going to do it then they're just you know fooling around with you uh, because it's not going to be quality work uh, but if and there are a lot of people who earlier couldn't afford to pay somebody $100 $200 or $300 for a design now this is where uh, you know uh, diy tools ai based tools are coming and you know improving that underlining quality of design because uh their users don't have to pay that much and uh, they just can get make use of these technologies to source quality designs at a very very affordable price because there is no human interaction so i think the way we look at this we've divided that into two tiers you know people who are looking for more customized solution people who have the budget and the means to spend they will eventually always opt to work with humans and you know especially in the creative space whereas yeah. people who don't have that and who are who want something very quick very affordable you know uh, in a, you know then for them these tools are uh, what you know they they go for that's uh, wonderful to know thank you so much now in terms of uh, diy diy tools i'm wondering if you can i uh, guess elaborate on what that actually means so you know diy the full form obviously is do it yourself uh so what we've done with diy tools is that we've removed that human connection it, especially in the design process and what we've done is that we've created a number of tools uh the latest that we created is called design hill studio uh it's a complete uh you know uh, uh, a very easy to use uh, interface uh it caters to more than 90 different design categories so even if you're looking for a instagram post or story or uh, a planner or presentation uh, uh we we building one of the largest libraries of design templates and assets uh, on that tool uh, for users to use and all that a person really has to do is go in and put in their company name or their own personal invite or just information type it out and you know there will be thousands and thousands of templates or designs that will be available for them to you know simply download and print or share whatever they want to do that's so it's a, a wonderful the, thing isn't it, it saves so much time yeah exactly and and you know people don't have see we have to understand that there are students uh, in universities or schools or there are a lot of people who who are doing a side hustle or don't have a full time uh, you know uh, business but they still have to get designed right and yeah. now they can't afford going out to an agency or a freelancer and keep hiring them and paying them money so for a lot of these people uh, you know the uh, uh, diy tools are uh, are the way to go and they really help them you know because we are giving them that uh uh you know that plethora of designs that variety of designs are uh, created by professionals but they're available as templates to them so they can just simply edit their information and download them and they're really high quality really really high quality 
Absolutely. I've seen some of the designs on, on the website and they are fantastic. There's no doubt about that. Now, we touched on the pandemic and the impact it's having uh, on industries. How has the pandemic um, impacted, I guess, the technology space in the design um, sector? I think it's uh, it's only, uh, I shouldn't say that, but it, you know, it's uh, it's only been for the better because of the fact that, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people have, today moved on to doing everything online mm -hmm. isn't it i mean uh, people are not even going to office like we, for, for example our team you know we've been on a work from home for 11 months now right wow. and we don't plan to open our office for the next six months at least so uh, but we were always a technology company and i know hundreds of people who you know who've been in offline businesses and other things and they they're still very happy uh, working uh, remotely and and through that what's really happened is that people have understood that any kind of collaboration or work can be done online you know meetings can be done online uh, you know uh, agreements can be signed online uh, de design work can be done online and you know so any inhibitions or reservations that people had uh, prior to this pandemic you know i think those have gone out of the window people so it's really accelerated that acceptance and absorption you know of getting work done online and that is where you know we are you know sort of we've also benefited because a lot of people are today coming and you know we've built since we already have a platform we've built trust among thousands of customers anyway uh, so you know we're finding a lot of people who were earlier maybe not so uh, uh, open to the idea of sourcing design work online today they are coming to our platform and getting it done so so obviously so it had a huge impact for us as well a positive one now uh, it's an it's always a fascinating conversation when i talk with people about how the pandemic can be considered a positive in amongst all the tragedy that goes with it now on the positive side i've i've heard a lot of employees not business owners say hey look it's cost me a lot less to um, go to work because there's no transport costs and there's a whole host of benefits i can start early i can look after my family uh, and all these other things. And a lot of them uh, are refusing almost to go back to a workplace because there's simply no need because of technology. Can you see yeah. more and more of that happening? We are seeing that, yeah, exact, seeing exactly that happening in an organization. I mean, uh, see, you have to understand that, you know, uh, like for example, we, we, live, uh, we are based out of New Delhi, India. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's the capital of the country. And obviously the cost of living is higher here, the rents are higher, the transportation costs are higher, everything is much higher as compared to tier two, tier three cities or, you know, remote areas. And a lot of people that, you know, work for us, they they belong to those uh, small towns and cities. So, uh, you know, they've, they've migrated again. So during the last 11 months, almost everybody who, who, who had come to Delhi or who was here, even for a number of years, they've actually gone back to their towns. And they're really happy because, you know, they don't have to pay rents. They're not removed from their families anymore. Mm. Uh, they don't have to pay for the logistics cost. I mean, just the transportation time that, you know, these guys are saving on a daily basis. That's crazy because, you know, earlier it would take any an average person about an hour, hour and a half to reach office because, you know, it's a huge city and uh, the same would happen in the evening. Now, today they're saving those three hours. So if you look at it from a work-life balance perspective, from quality of uh, uh, work perspective and efficiency perspective, we we 
we've seen tremendous amount of improvement in uh, you know within our teams and within the employee uh, you know in, uh, in, within our employees and mm. and i think so that's something that is here to stay you know and it is not going to be very easy for companies to bring those uh, you know uh, individuals back because they know for a fact that today okay if they don't uh, uh, if if the company doesn't allow them to do it then the kind of work that they're doing right now they can do it somewhere else also so they right? can, you know if they if you're managing by objectives and they're doing a um, an acceptable quality up to standards that you set you know why why would there be a reason and even for companies it's good isn't it i mean to be really honest with you when you have about 100 we like for for example with us we have more than 120 people now uh, you know so you know there are no issues that are happening in the office anymore you know we know people are you know focusing on their work uh, because of the tools that we have now so we know that the efficiency levels are higher we are able to monitor a lot of stuff around that and then even for us the costs are less right i mean the cost of uh you know oper- operating through an office you know we had a four floor uh, office and you know it's literally empty now um, mm. so there's no like that we're paying there's nothing so so that's there so but but i cannot say that for every type of business because you know a lot of people are in the manufacturing space or the hospitality space and there you can't have that you can't have work from home culture so i think the the biggest benefit uh, for this i think the biggest gainers from this are uh, people in the technology space uh, because you know we are we were we are able to manage and adopt and accommodate very easily and people are benefiting from that but i cannot say that for all for other industries because i'm sure there are a lot of places where people can't be offline yeah oh absolutely and i thank you so very much for uh, sharing all of the great insights and uh, points of view that you have with us rahul now i'd like to ask you given that things are changing so quickly uh, and evolving so quickly with uh, technology um I, i guess presumably in the ai technology space uh, predominantly what can you see happening over the next decade see uh for me to predict or say something around that i don't know if it'll, uh, you know it'll come to bite me back but the way <laughs> i look, because, because technologies are you know changing exponentially you know every 2 3 years we see some a new product come into the market Uh, in every form of life that you know nobody would have thought about like if you just go back 5 years uh, you, who would have thought you know we would have uber and we're going to have uh, you know airbnb and all of these companies maybe 5 6 years back but you know so they've changed the landscape completely of industries and new categories and new industries have been created so again so with ai uh, you know it, it is going to make a lot of impact it is already making a lot of impact uh and it's just not ai i feel that you know there there 3d printing there's additive manufacturing there's robotics so there's a lot that is changing now you know the which is changing the way traditional industries and businesses uh you know are going to be impacted so we are definitely going to see a lot of change in the next 5 years 10 years i feel humans have to uh, adopt and we have they have to be very careful about what which path they are taking today because uh obviously the focus of these companies that are large hugely investing into these new technologies are for particular sectors uh for example you know i mean yeah, only a few days back i was looking at a uh, a documentary and on robotics and there was uh, the they they're developing these robots that can actually basically serve food uh, uh on qsr uh, chains you know for wow. for mcdonald's burger king and they're making like cocktails and you know when we're serving sodas and everything right mm. so 
think about the impact that can happen uh, that that they can make same thing we saw was because we are in the printing space as well we print basically all types of merchandise and uh, robots are now actually knitting t-shirts printing them and dispatching them on their own there's a company in us that's doing it so if you just think about the amount of workforce that is there if uh, that goes into actually manufacturing t-shirts i mean you know all of that is, is going to be wiped out and it's going to have a huge impact on costs in the next 5 10 years mm. so so not only as users we we are going to you know there's going to be a lot of change but even for industries and businesses you know you don't want to be blindsided to what is happening around you and that is why it's really important to be aware about what how the landscape is changing what are the new technologies that are coming up so that you can be best prepared or you can then pivot and you know uh, uh change your uh, the way you do your business Look, you're very, uh, very knowledgeable. Um, you're very much on the uh, the pointy end, as it were. Um, com- a very passionate individual, with along with your um, your siblings, and it's a credit to you what you've done with Design Hill. I think now coming to the pointy end of the call, Rahul. Um, when people want to work with you, where are they going to find you, and what is the process when they get there? uh it it's very easy uh, i mean uh, we are an online business so uh, you know anybody can find us at www.designhill.com uh, you know we we offer a range of services as we've discussed in the call today uh, so you know anybody has any kind of a, a you know requirement for creative work design work or printing work they can actually use our services and it's very easy to find i mean all the services are very easily laid down on our home page and on our you know headers and they can uh explore them uh, at the same time as i had mentioned we offer 24/7 customer support so you know there's a live chat option if anybody has any queries or anything um, you know we have uh, customer service agents that are there all the time and they can you know they'll be happy to answer their calls uh as far as i am concerned um, you know i'm not a very social person but i am available on linkedin <laughs> so uh, uh, you know if anybody has any questions and and you know somebody needs any advice or help i'm more you know i will be more than willing to do that uh, and they can just reach out to me on linkedin you have to type rahul and design help thank you uh, rahul um i will be making as i do with every call the links uh, back to your wonderful business designhill.com for everybody who's been on the call as long uh, as well as um closing out the call by saying definitely make sure you go and take a look at these designs i've also got a uh, contest feature there um there's savings you can use um uh, codes that they have available on their site so make your way over to design hill and have a look um with all that being said rahul it's been an absolute pleasure spending some time with you on the my future business show today thank you so much rick it was a great talk thank you so much thanks for joining us today if you enjoyed the call then make sure to subscribe leave a comment share us with your friends and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com/interviews and if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business then visit myfuturebusiness.com/shop